Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old, one of our fun monthly special editions of pay-per-view PowerPoints. So we have the usual cast. We got Ben here, and we got Michael, the first MJC, returning from his journey to California to cover E3 for PlayStation Nation. But he's here to talk about wrestling with us. So just like last time we did this, we're going to recap everything you need to know leading up to stomping grounds and don't forget you can find us at too young to be this old on twitter and facebook and the website podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com and michael i can never remember your handle <laughs> uh, it is at the first mjc that is the one st mjc right. awesome we'll have all that down there for you in those good old show notes along with a link so if at this point you still have yet to check out ps nation the longest running playstation podcast you're making a mistake and the link's down there for you to listen to michael and dave and all their wonderful gaming coverage especially all that e3 coverage so so much e3 and michael's dealing with e3 depression post e3 depression now so what better way to make yourself feel better than to talk about some wrestling or worse um i would maybe say worse like maybe worse when when, when i agreed to, to, to do these podcasts wwe seemed like in a good place and then they were like hold my beer. hold my beer <laughs> well before we get started, we were going to yes. try to put a positive note on this one, just because <laughs> everybody else, I've been listening to a lot of uh, wrestling podcasts here over the past couple weeks, and I'm not saying that it's not justified, but I have heard this pay-per-view ripped to shreds so many different ways by so many different people. Let's so we're going to do, do our that. best to find things to be positive about. We're not going to say we're going to succeed, but we're going to try. We're going to give it at least the old college try. So, after Money in the Bank, uh, I guess we have Super Saudi Showdown, right? Kind of in between. Uh, this yeah. was a weird one for us to try to work in. Yeah, we, um, we one of the few, once again, we didn't even watch this one together. And Ben, no, I, you okay. didn't really watch this one. You read about it. I, I did read about it. Came on at a weird time, and we have a great yeah. friend, a uh, great mutual friend now, who decided to ruin the outcome of everything. <laughs> That's and why I walked away from that side of the table. <laughs> yeah, once it's been I was like, I don't want any spoilers. I'm leaving. Yeah, um, Michael, did you you just watch the championship matches, right? And yeah, I, I watched the championship matches and the. Re- the old folks match, the <laughs> please stop wrestling match. That was Undertaker and Goldberg. Okay. Uh, so tell us about the championship matches. I guess let's start there because those yeah. are the ones anybody cares about. Well, it's funny though because we're technically just going to talk about them for stomping ground because they're both going <laughs> to be true. They, they do they do have different uh, stipulations this time, but they they do. But yeah, there's not much to say. That the the big thing with Superstar Show or Superstar Showdown, whatever super it was, the Super Showdown show, Star, Super Showdown, which is which is apparently equal or greater than WrestleMania. However, the they Pyro yeah, was on was, WrestleMania point though. It was. Oh, yeah, but that's Blood Pyro, uh, so yeah, we can't true. talk about it. <laughs> Dude, any pyro is great pyro. <laughs> Shane McMahon. Uh, up on Drew McIntyre's shoulders with Pyro going, 
still wonderful for a regular <laughs> for just match. a regular match with no championship attached to it. That's fantastic. The kind of I need my a rivalry three weeks in the making. <laughs> but we did we did have a bunch of championship matches. Did any belts change hands? No, right? Nope. Nope. Did the twenty four seven title change hands? I think it changed hands it in did. air. So. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He lost it. Our truth lost the twenty four seven belt on the tarmac, and then took it back midair against uh, Jinder Mahal. Which the twenty four seven title is the greatest yes. thing since Firefly Funhouse. Okay, can we talk about the twenty four seven title because that's like a positive? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, about. so Let's... basically. We're not going to talk about the Super Saudi Showdown. Other, let's just talk about the two matches that were of any importance on that card. Okay, that aren't getting carried over. Sure, um, Triple H, Randy Orton, because that's better, when I did watch. Better than it had any right to be. It was but, a very classic wrestling match. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, they are very capable absolutely. wrestlers, and putting two very capable wrestlers together turns out to work really it was, well. And, like Andy said, it was insane to me to see these two work together for the first time in so long, and it still looks so good. Uh, and mm-hmm. this was the first time we've seen the punt kick, kick in a while, isn't it? It might be. He's teased it previously, but he's never full-blown done it. He, he teases it every once in a while when he's like full heel. And basically, if he teases the punt kick, it means he's actually interested in the feud. Because Randy Orton is the most neutral wrestler. Like... He does not care that often, uh, but when you see him teasing the punt kick, it means like he's actually interested. It's just like a weird Randy Orton. Thing okay, I yeah, I would have never thought about that, but yeah, you're right. That actually is a, a very good tell. But it was the longest match on the card, but it also held your it, it held your attention. It's a Triple H match. <laughs> it's always going to be long, but right. it's always it's always entertaining. So it at might least be we the didn't only... have any like really badly rendered intro for this one. Yeah, we had a more classic intro, and it was I loved it. Yeah, if you only want to watch one match on this card, watch this one. And Michael, I'll let you go ahead and shit on my childhood about the Goldberg Undertaker match. Oh my god! So these two geriatric AARP <laughs> members, um, <laughs> the dead man who he literally he, he matches his name both in how he looks and how he treats other wrestlers, but. Undertaker and Goldberg had like one of the saddest, sloppiest matches. Every time I see the Undertaker wrestle, I feel horrible about watching it. He reminds me of the fucking wrestler. Oh, like, Mickey Rourke. Now, yeah, Mickey Rourke oh, now, yeah. yeah. Uh, but just you knew it was gonna be bad because Goldberg uh, popped his forehead open on a locker room door again, where he came out and his forehead was bleeding which means he banged his head against the door to hype I thought it was up again. the turnbuckle he busted open on because he wasn't bleeding at the start of the match. No, so... No, he was. He had a little dash at yeah, the start yeah. of his head. He but totally had a little, he had a little cut that they had wiped up. So he wasn't bleeding, but that cut was there when he walked in. And then yeah. it reopened. And he yeah. blew it up when he okay. hit the post. But it, I, the match was really slow because it has to be. Because Taker. Because um, it's Taker. Which means it Goldberg doesn't get his time to shine because he needs quick matches. That's like the whole thing with Goldberg, is just in and out of a match. So they dragged it on, and Goldberg hit his head against the post really hard. Despite it being a big arena, those microphones were hot on those posts, and you heard his head. 
slapped that metal and he just concussed himself and was just bleeding and Undertaker looked super like pissed off that he had to continue this match and then Goldberg almost killed Undertaker with a Okay, so he did drop him on his head too, right? And then Yes, yeah, the Jack And then yeah, Undertaker the dropped Goldberg on his head. Which this is the second time in yeah. Saudi Arabia Undertaker's almost killed someone with the Tomb Raider cuz he did that oh, you're right. last year. And Aiden English didn't really wrestle after that. I'm not saying oh. they're related, but it's one of those weird things where like he topped it, he he dropped them on the top of his head and Goldberg already concussed from the ring post. Uh yeah. Got dropped almost on the top of his head. Though, uh, if you look at it, it might be Goldberg's fault, un- quotes under that. It's just because he was concussed. He let go early when Undertaker was dropping him. Uh, so, it might not be fully Undertaker's fault, but Undertaker like isn't strong enough to like bail him out of that because of his age. So, it wasn't a good look for WWE all around in this match? You have a visibly concussed no. wrestler no. continue the match. It was so hard. Like like Michael said, you know, sometimes it makes you feel bad when you're watching these. After he hit himself and you saw kind of how out of it he was, and the rest of the match became really difficult to watch. Like I, I had a hard time just yeah. not skipping over it because I was like, I, I don't want to watch I, this. It, it hurts. And it continued it did, for yeah. minutes. I haven't been able to watch it because just... I don't. On our previous podcast, Goldberg is my favorite wrestler, regardless of what you think of his match quality. I can't (laughs) bring myself to watch this, but I knew it was going to be a train wreck from start to finish because I knew Goldberg and Taker Styles would not mix for a match. No, one is slow, one is fast. You would have been much better off having. um, Honestly, I would have rather seen maybe Triple H Goldberg because that's a feud that happened years ago. Oh, you know, I think. I think, and from my outside perspective on not watching these guys from forever that that would actually be a really good match well i mean triple h at least be afraid wouldn't have been afraid to eat the pin right to protect the character to to, to save the thing i mean even brock lesnar laid down for goldberg let's just be be real honest so i think i think at this point um this match did nothing for for either person um, you've now killed any profitability you might could have made off Goldberg by having him lose to Undertaker, who yeah. has no business being in a ring anymore. Because a beat up Undertaker, like that shine could have went to right. you know someone younger. Like Undertaker could have lost to Aleister Black. Goldberg could have lost to freaking Lars Sullivan mm-hmm. if they you know like this put them or with Lars their, Sullivan like, could have lost to Goldberg counterparts. I think everybody yeah. been okay yes. with that too. But basically, yeah, oh, it, just, yeah. it just wasn't a good <laughs> look. And then, of course, you hear afterwards, um, Goldberg collapsed backstage. There was apparently an altercation between Goldberg and Undertaker, which oh, I don't man. care that Undertaker's seven foot tall. My money would still be on concussed Goldberg in that fight. <laughs> oh, for sure. So, but yeah, that was that was a super showdown in a nutshell. And it had entertaining moments, but it was. The, it has moments, but it, once again, this. Sorry, go ahead, Ben. I think you're going to say gonna, what I'm going to say. Yeah, so the Saudi pay per views exist in this weird void that while they hype up to them, nothing that happens at the Saudi pay per view seems to have any bearing on storylines going forward. Exactly. Look, I was going to say, short version of that, they're house shows. They just. WrestleMania nothing, quality house shows. Yeah, they're, they're WrestleMania pyro quality house shows. <laughs> That's what it ends up being. And so it's just becoming hard to continue watching. Well, them. It, they're 
Yeah, they're they're like house shows, and also they they these they only work if the internet didn't exist because this right. is stuff that, you know wrestling used to do all the time. You know, like having the you know it was it WCW that did Korea or something. I know uh, they did in Japan. like the nineties and like. They did Japan, and I remember Ric Flair and Inoki did something in Korea in the 90s. Uh, but it's like one of those scenes where if we didn't have to see this, it would probably work. Because they would do this all the time, where they would just have big matches in other countries, and it didn't matter. But everything has to be canon. Everything has to like you know, be on the network yep. now, and it kind of, like, man, I Which wish I didn't see this. would be fine if you could do this on the network if you didn't hype it up on your television. Yeah, they and say it's going to be yeah. greater, greater or equal right, to WrestleMania. Right. Another right. WrestleMania. So after so showdown, thing now. let's yeah. The twenty four seven title. Yes. Go ahead, Michael, because I think we cut yeah. off before we started rolling into that. Yeah, the twenty four seven title. This is the hardcore championship from the nineties. Uh, it's because people might not know the concept of it, right, the right. lineage, uh, but. The hardcore title is defended anywhere, anytime, any place, as long as you have a referee. And it was just a way to give lower card guys something to do on the show. And it might be the ugliest belt on the WWE. Uh, yeah, oh God, you know, like, so bad. <laughs> like I think they just belts. reused the Greatest Royal Rumble belt with a new face. <laughs> it actually, yeah, it that's, might be. That's... It just looks like a weird record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But regardless, it has, like, R-Truth is already on a roll <laughs> the last year or two, but the 24-7 title with him has been It's so it's perfect fantastic. for him. It's, like, it's the European 48-7 title now. Yes. <laughs> the 7-Eleven yes, title. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just... <laughs> All the all those little backstage moments they they get to do so much with guys like like what you were saying, Michael's that would never have anything else to do. Honestly, I, they just would never Maverick. even show up. Drake Maverick has actually, like shined. As of time of recording, Drake Maverick is our twenty four seven champion. As of time of recording, but did you hear that he's getting yes. married oh. this weekend? So if they do oh, not they shoot. A segment on WWE. It's not WWE's Instagram. It's uh, Braun Strowman's Instagram right now. There's a picture of Braun Strowman, Drake Maverick, and EC3 hanging out with Maverick with the 24-7 title. The next photo is Maverick and Drake, uh, Drake Maverick and Ethan Carter III, EC3, however we want to call him, holding two bottles, which are obviously alcohol. One of them is Grey Goose, mm. one of them is Tito's, but they have covered up the labels to say Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I would love to be the person who ends up at the bar that that group of people is at tonight for his bachelor party. I just want right. to be a fly on the wall to see what happens there. Oh, it would be absolutely insane. I just... Yeah, but 24-7 title, best championship lately, honestly. And producing just... It's yeah. entertaining, and it's giving yeah. him a ton of social media content to post. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, and I don't, I don't think they've even scratched the surface of how many times they could change the belts on Twitter <laughs> they or have Instagram. It. Do you think the title, the reason the title has been so successful is our truth And I'll be real honest, I've been super impressed with Drake Maverick. 
and the the skits and stuff that him and R Truth have done together for this title. Um, do you think it's guys like that I, with good ideas that's making this title so entertaining, or is it the concept of the title that's making it entertaining? No, no, it's one hundred percent. I think uh, Truth and Maverick, like dudes with personalities that are funny. Uh, if if they would have just like kept the belt on like Titus O'Neil, yeah, uh, just wouldn't go as far. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, or if it was no way Jose, I, I think it, it it works because of Truth. Like I, I have a feeling Truth is always just going to be around right, this right. title. I, I agree, and like Truth, and even also Carmella being like his partner, and this has been so entertaining to watch. Like them kind of dressed up in disguises on on Raw this past week was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I really hope the truth continues to stay connected to this title in one way or another because it just it, it it's fantastic every time he shows up on the screen. Yep, I'm I'm just not looking forward to when they give it to like an NXT person, right. and then we know where they're yeah. established. That's my only fear is like whoever touches the title, like I don't want EC3 to right. ever win this title, <laughs> or I don't want him to keep the title for yeah. more than a couple of days. I think. He may have been the champion at one point. Yeah, I can't we remember. need like a chart of like all the 24-7 champions. <laughs> I, I bet it's out yeah. there somewhere, but I, I, we need like yeah. like somebody, yeah. you know what, if, if I had the time, I would develop a website to just kind of keep track of who is your current 24-7 champion. Oh, <laughs> uh, that website does exist. If Dave Meltzer does it exist? Twitter. Yeah, no, well, I have to, that takes work. I just want to go to... 247championship.com be like your 24-7 champion is. I mean, Dave Meltzer still keeps track of all the house shows winners oh, and losers, so incredible. I'm sure Somebody's someone out there is yeah. doing that. Yeah, no, it's that's just awesome. So, besides 24-7 champion, do we want to dig into some of these stories leading up here to Super Showdown, guys? Uh, let's... Yeah, yeah, let's, let's not go in. into Super Showdown. You mean no, not Super Showdown. Grounds. I mean Stomping Grounds, yes. Yeah, stomping we, are, we are done with Super <laughs> Showdown. <laughs> we are absolutely done. So, yeah. Till so later this year, yeah. when, happens again. whatever their yeah, other yeah. Saudi show is. Because it's two Saudi Something shows like a year, that. right? So, for the time being. For the next um, eight years. The order that we are going to talk about these matches in no way, shape, or form represents the matches and the order they will go on the card. Um, this was just the order that I saw, so it was the order that I typed. <laughs> um, we have Bailey versus Alexa Bliss for the SmackDown's Women's Championship. And this honestly may be one of the more interesting stories going into Stomping Grounds. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed this one because they have also uh, given a chance to, one, bring Alexa back in more than just, you know, hosting... The Alexa oh. Bliss show. Also, congratulations, Michael, for calling Nikki Cross getting into Money in the Bank. Oh yes, uh, and Bailey. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you called both of those. Yeah, no, good job, yes. Ben, on remembering that because I'd been meaning to give credit. Yeah, you, you so called it. When you go back and listen to every podcast we've recorded in the that's past. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, fantastic, and and I'm looking forward to see what predictions you make about. Upcoming pay-per-view, see how much of a role you can get on here. Yeah. But I very much enjoyed them bringing Nikki Cross uh, into the picture here. This kind of like weird, they're kind of trying to change up her character a bit. Um, they can't seem to change her intro at all, but you know. <laughs> no. It, yeah, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's confused by this. I'm like, okay, her character's real different, 
And then they still have her come out to the same intro and have essentially the same the outfit. music? Yeah. Okay, that needs yes. to change. With, with, with her, her screams, screaming her scream and, and then and the sanity. It's just, it doesn't jive with the, the rest the of the what they've been is. showing. Yeah, exactly. Let Nikki play. Come on. <laughs> exactly. But they, oh. have, they have been doing it, and it's been enjoyable, and Alexa Bliss has been getting back in things and I'm just I'm down for any women's feud that's that's not a continuation of Charlotte Becky Charlotte Becky and yeah that 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 nonstop repeat Charlotte's become like almost the Roman reign of the women's division of just like you don't know what to do with her unless she's in the title picture so it's like I'm glad she's taking a break kind of right now yeah exactly I think that's been you reasonably can't put her against like an Alexa Bliss or anything you know you have to I guess if you know Bailey comes out on top of this Charlotte can feud with her but I don't know what you do with Charlotte other than give her like three months off and then have her come in and like for SummerSlam but yeah this feud uh was started off weak but it picked up this week uh with the the moment of Bliss uh thing where Becky or a uh, Bailey. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Too many women names. Uh, uh, Alexa Bliss. You know, basically just told the truth about Bailey of to say you peaked mm-hmm. in NXT. Oh, that line! <laughs> I was just like, oh shit! So great. That, not not wrong. Yeah, but yeah. like that. That's you know not, not wrong at all. Yeah, that segment there was like started the feud, and I, I've. Other than the fact that like I think this is a Vince McMahon thing where he's just obsessed with like oh. Uh, Alexa Bliss's thing is her coffee. So that, we're just right. going to make that her thing right. now, where she just mentions coffee every two seconds. Uh, but I love the dynamic between Alexa and Nikki of this, like, Nikki is, like, mentally disturbed and is attached to Alexa because Alexa sees the value in having a crazy person be, like, her muscle. <laughs> it's an interesting use for Nikki Cross, and I'm glad Nikki Cross is getting some screen time for it. Yeah. I will be interested to see if this leads us into like a Nikki Cross Bliss feud later on down the road, and I, if there will I be a title so. on the line for that or not. So, this is there'll probably be a few of these we see, but this one has yeah. a real chance to continue a storyline past Stomping Grounds in a a good manner, not in not in a we're tired manner. of this manner. No, I, I think this is great, yeah. and I want to see what they do with it. I've also enjoyed the times they've done, you know, their their tag match, right, with Alexa and Nikki against the Iconics. That was actually a really enjoyable match, and I, I'm liking what they're doing here. They're finally giving more than just, like, you know, three, three women on the roster screen time. So I've, you know, I've been enjoying that change of pace at least. Speaking of things we are tired of seeing, oh boy, we have. Okay, should we make? Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sorry, Bailey let me, let and Alexa. Get ahead of myself. Go ahead. Uh, let's make your call there. Yeah. So, so, uh, my my fantasy booking thing for here this match go. is, yeah, here, uh, Nikki is going to cost Alexa the match, and then we will get a storyline maybe right away where Nikki then has to prove her loyalty to Alexa and just, like, she gets unleashed and is just beating either Bailey up right away or just whoever Alexa is having problems with until we get Alexa with the title. Mm. Uh, So I I, I don't think Alexa's going to win this match. 
she's going to lose it because of Nikki's interference, like some sort of accidental thing. Maybe Nikki snaps and disqualifies Alexa. But I, I have a feeling Bailey's still going to walk out with the title because it might be too soon for Bailey to lose the title. I would agree. I uh, think I think way too soon. I would be a little sad if like she already loses the title. Because I think Bailey can hold the title till SummerSlam if Sasha Banks comes back. They can easily get into a feud of like you left me right. and abandoned me and now we're feuding. And then Nikki and Alexa can still have like a fun like summer of just, I'm, you know, fighting the girls. I'm going to say I really don't want to ever <laughs> see Bailey and Sasha ever. <laughs> Dude, that's really? another one of those that fall along the Becky Charlotte for me. We've just seen it so many times. Um, with I, we haven't seen it with full blown uh, Banks heel though in a while. It, there's in a while. Um, <laughs> I, I just but you've I, seen I enough know. of it. I, I've seen enough of it that if I don't see it again this year, I'll be fine. There's too many women on this roster with too many storylines that could run for them to keep running the same storylines. It's uh, true. I, I, I agree, but there, there also are so many lost characters that I don't think the WWE's done a good, do- good job defining other characters. Like Asuka's just, just oh, I, I was, I, oh, ooh, um, before, <laughs> hold that thought. Cause that's actually something I want to mention in a later match we have. Okay. Um, so, All so right. hold okay. on to that in your head. So right. you're going to say Bailey walks out with a title and we already at this pay-per-view start seeing the setup for a, a bliss cross kind of feud going on. Yeah. I think you, you maybe stretch that out where Nikki just kind of goes crazy for a little bit uh, and then maybe blow it off at SummerSlam. Okay. Okay. Did you get anything different there, uh, Andy on that? No, I mean, I, I think Michael's got a pretty, pretty good prediction there. I'm, I'm going to, I'm gonna go with his fantasy booking choice there. I don't. I don't see. I'd be surprised if they do something drastically different from that, <laughs> to be honest. But the, Ben, the only thing I would have to say the different and something I kind of see in this match as a possibility is uh, Bailey being, you know, the face in trouble because she's basically getting double teamed by Alexa and Nikki running interference on the outside, and maybe to get a pop out of this crowd, we see Sasha Banks make her triumphant return to even the odds for Bailey. Um, against Nikki Cross, and maybe we see a, a team feud go on, um, going forward. But that would mean we'd have three tag teams. Oh no! Did the Iconics finally have to defend at one time? Yeah. Well, I mean, we still have the Kabuki Warriors that haven't been seen from or heard of in a while. Oh, I know. That's yeah. why Fire I don't and desire, exactly. right? Mandy. Mandy. Yeah, okay. that's true. That's true. So. So moving on to our next match, uh, since we want to talk about the uh, the run through the dryer way too many times on this one, we have God. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, and I just have to ask why. Why I, I don't. Uh, yeah, and and this gives us more of good old Shane O'Mac running around being Shane, who sadly is the he's the best heel. He is the best heel they have. That's what's so upsetting about it is that he just it's taking up 40 minutes it takes him so much time on both shows excuse okay, me we're trying to not be negative yes. we're getting I real know, negative i know real quick. i know <laughs> okay okay I, i'll be positive the... 
Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns are both fantastic wrestlers, so it will be yeah, a good match. Yeah, it should be a good match. I wish it's... there was something on the line because there's once again really nothing on the line here. There's no belt. Just, it's just Roman, Roman and Drew again. But yeah, we hope for a good match. Do you think Shane interferes? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Does uh... the Miz interfere? Uh, I guess if he wants, like, I don't know. Just everybody come out and just, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I think I think this one ends in, in, in some kind of chaos with, like, everybody out there. But Drew yeah, wins, yeah, right? Of I, I feel like in this situation, he has to. Yeah. Uh, you can't have him lose to Roman Reigns and continue to play second fiddle to Shane McMahon. Or yeah. you are going to completely kill any chance you have of salvaging Drew McIntyre as a character. Right. Right, but they... And it, it would be interesting if Roman loses a couple pay-per-views in a row. That's true. It would be. I mean... Can he lose a couple pay-per-views in a row, disappear for a little bit, and come back as, I don't know, a heel? I, I think if you want to get him over as much as possible, if he goes on a big losing streak, then him versus Shane McMahon at SummerSlam will probably matter because we're building towards that. Right. Like we as long, oh, uh, the only thing about Shane McMahon, as long as he never holds a top title, I'll be fine with how they're using him. Yeah, he's hopefully... Have <laughs> I have been, <laughs> and I just keep praying. That I was going to say... Uh... <laughs> but yeah, it... Uh, it uh, It'll be interesting. This is one of those matches where there's not any, there's not anything. There's nothing on the line here. Yeah. So it's just kind of it'll. You hate to say it, this will probably be your bathroom break match. I was, yeah, I was gonna say I was like I don't want to be negative, but this is probably the bathroom break at least if you're looking for one. Um. So are we cool with moving to the next one? Yeah, we got we got okay. more to talk yeah. about with this one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans two back to back pay per views with this on the card. How do we feel about that? I was turning around on Lacey Evans last time. The first time we talked, I was very cruel <laughs> were, to Lacey yeah. Evans, and then the second time we talked. I was like turning around and like, you know what? Actually, she isn't too bad. But now they've stretched this out so much, I'm almost right back where we started. Where I'm just like, I can agree with done. that. I can completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, um, I, I had a moment as well, right, where I was kind of like, oh, you know, uh, this isn't too bad. And then, yeah, after this week, I was kind of like, mm, okay. I really think we went back to the here, Marines thing this week also, yeah. which was interesting. Yeah. I really think the issue with these two is they just don't have chemistry together. They really don't. It just, it's just Becky like making fun of her. And then, and that um, doesn't make Becky seem like the good guy at all. No. And then Lacey Evans calling her nasty. And then, and then somebody knocks somebody over. Yeah. And, and then we hear music and then, yeah, we, you know, move on. Women, women's rights somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the man, how do we feel about the manhandle slam? No. Oh, no. 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 As long as we're all in the same boat there. <laughs> uh, I'm just waiting for her to, for Becky Lynch to pull out the stomp or something, just because they keep showing us that her and Seth Rollins are constantly. in a relationship. 
So I, I'm waiting for her to. That has been Seth interesting Rollins that moves. they've just they've weaved that can, in. Can um, Becky bust so out the pedigree? Oh my God! Please, that would be. <laughs> I would, I would lose it. So, what I wanted to talk about when you mentioned Oscar earlier, we still have the unresolved fact that Becky Lynch tapped to Oscar at Royal Rumble. And we've just not talked about that in WWE programming since then. Just, yep. Exactly the way That's they exactly, want. Yeah. exactly what they want. With that because hashtag give Asuka a chance again. Yeah, I <laughs> I want them to bring her back because her, her title run was so cut short and I, I felt bad. And it was, yeah, I... I I want more Asuka because I think she is great in the ring. and Another one that may have peaked in NXT. Yeah, probably. You're probably right there. Did they just Vince McMahon just doesn't like foreign it, it, right. wrestlers uh, because of their right. mic skills. And I thought Asuka was She was okay starting to get a mic. little bit better and then, they, and then they stripped the belt. And it's like, okay, well you gave her like now probably less than any motivation to continue improving and that. Then, and now Paige... Paige, who I never thought was a good right. talker, is her manager, right. and it's just like, oh my I forgot God. about that. Like, Paige is okay. They haven't shown them in forever. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about Kabuki Warriors, which this I was is... really excited about last time we talked about this. <laughs> this is why I wish WWE would just kayfabe injuries and just tell us, like, you know, like, oh, Asuka's on the shelf right. for something. You know, to just lie yeah. to me enough to where I'm just like, that will explain away some stuff because sometimes people disappear right. for no reason. Like Asuka and Kyrie Sane were getting pushed for the tag team division and then they got tired of the women's tag division. Yeah, uh, yeah. I so mean, it's just and, weird. And like we talked about, right, they, they're finally given a few more women's screen time and I know it's not on our sheet, but they, they also started giving like Mandy and Sonia and... Ember, a little bit of screen time backstage, and I've been enjoying those. So I hope I hope this means that something's turning around as far as we're gonna get we're gonna get some more actual storylines and matches. Because I mean, Ember yeah. Moon got a Nintendo Switch slapped right out of her hand, yeah. and that's not okay. Like I, I would <laughs> almost wish because main event right. still exists, and I wish they would just turn that into the women's oh, show. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Just because. Main event, like most of the people that fight on main event are like, sadly, like Rusev and EC3. Dana Brooke. But, and Dana Brooke, who got bloodied. But it's just like, just turn that into the women's show. Give us a reason to watch it. And then it will at least let us know the women wrestlers a little bit more. Because right now it's just Becky, uh, you know, it's Becky, uh, Lacey Evans, Alexa, and Bailey. And. A month ago, it was just Becky, Charlotte, and uh, right. Lacey. You know, they're slowly getting there, but because of the brand split being a joke, we, you know, with the wild card rules, we can't focus on a lot of women. But yet, main event is an hour of TV <laughs> that you know on Hulu right. that could be used. It's for also that. on the network live as well. I do believe. Is it like I, a day I, and date I with the network, or is it delayed? Main event is day and date. Because that is not a live show okay. anywhere. They're not aired. I don't know. Yeah. What, I, what I was just reading about this was they're not aired in the first run on WWE Network. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. there might be a slight a delay like the delay. USA Network stuff, okay. but they can probably work that out. I'm sure if they even told like Hulu, like, hey, we're going to change this into a women's show, Hulu would probably be interested in it because that would probably do better oh, ratings that than would, That would explode does. their ratings because I don't know who watches this on a regular basis. Also, don't know who would watch yeah, main a event. women's branded solo on a regular basis. Let's just be real honest here. I would. But, but main event probably doesn't do well at all anyway, so it would, they yeah, would yeah, lose they, they have from doing it other than yeah, to they get have women nothing to lose in the opportunity. I'm just saying, like Andy, I love you to death, but you <laughs> you really overestimate how popular women's wrestling is. Uh, maybe you 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 are seeing it at peak time. That's but fair. peak time is still trying to overcome 20 years of it being an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. But this could be something they could do to show it that could it's be. not. It could be. I mean, they got they got to make moves and, on and, that if they want to make it more popular. Then. Yeah, and main event, you know, they could just have secondary yeah. feuds on main event. Kind of how it is is now, where it's just like, not even secondary <laughs> feuds are on main event. It's like third, right. fourth, fifth tier. Right. Uh, they can do like some cool stuff with main event and still keep the top women on Raw yeah. and SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we, we went off a little bit there and off of the the Becky Ev- Lacey Evans, but do we have anything else to say on that? Matt? Okay, Becky. Becky. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Becky uh, I agree. Yep, Becky. I don't see anything different happening there. I, I think the issue we'll see here is I don't think we see anything new come out of the end of this match. No, I think I think, I think it's just, just going to be another match. Okay. So moving from Becky to her other half, we have Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin uh, for the Universal Championship with a special guest referee who we still do not know who it is. I'm so excited for this one. I have a prediction. I I do too. I think you guys might have very similar predictions. So let's, before we go with our predictions, let's lead into the match a little bit here. Sure, sure, yeah. What, Um, What got us here? Yeah, so we this is a rematch of Super Showdown. Uh, the special guest referee is the new um, stipulation here. Yeah, so you gotta throw had, a twisty twist on it. Exactly, but we have Dolph Corbin, I mean Baron Ziggler, <laughs> uh, who we see lose so often that it's kind of hard to buy him as a viable contender for the title. <laughs> He's a multiple-time Golden Glove boxing champion. Did you know that? Thank you, Corey Graves. Um, <laughs> I just I don't I don't know I'm I'm the lead up to this match hasn't intrigued me at all. Um, the most fun it's been has been the past couple weeks where Seth Rollins has basically just carried a chair around and beat anybody up who may or may not have been the special guest referee. Love it, every moment of that. It's it's hilarious. Some of them I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't either, but that's just been his thing is beat people. I'm like, why did he have to get hit with a chair? He didn't do anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> Michael, who do you think the special guest referee is going to be? <laughs> yes! yes you guys have the same yes. prediction. I so, can confirm because I was talking to Ben about I, yeah, this told, earlier. Yeah, I told that to Andy about three hours yeah. ago because I'm like, yes. I'm pretty sure he's going to say the same thing. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you now. Um, How do we think this is going to play out then? Um, Heyman is going to come out, obviously. Right. Um, maybe he'll have a ref shirt, but then he'll just like take 
another ref shirt out and be like, this is your referee. If Brock's ref shirt doesn't have uh, the sleeves cut off, I call shenanigans. Oh, no, it totally it absolutely will. It's gonna. Cut off. If anything, since he seems to be having comical fun lately, maybe he'll have a too small shirt that barely oh, goes past his Can it say Beast in a Bank somewhere on it? Because I will buy that from WWEshot.com. <laughs> But it has to like all of them have to like fit like uncomfortably small. So, so, so I know we're trying to talk about a Seth Rollins Baron Corbin match, and now we're talking <laughs> about Brock Lesnar. We sure is are. this the best Brock we've seen in a while? Yeah, he's he's having fun. Doesn't give a shit. Like I think okay. it might be, and I hate it because I don't want him to be the Money in the Bank. You hate holder. that you like it. <laughs> exactly. Yes, That's where I'm at too. I'm, but imagine how great would it be Sunday if Brock is wearing the ref shirt and is pinning Seth Rollins and counting his own three count. Like, how great would that That'd be? That would be awesome. Oh, God. So I, I, That would be peak Brock Lesnar yeah. at this so point. So there was actually something that... This was something I was thinking of, the scenario that kind of plays out for me. What if you have Brock just beat Seth to a pulp? And you actually have Baron Corbin win this match over Seth due to Brock's interference? And then you immediately have Brock turn around and cash in on Baron Corbin. I mean... That would be funny as hell. And that protects you for a future... I've always felt Seth and Brock have great matches together, but Seth always looks better as the challenger. Yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely one of those guys. Unless he's the exactly. heel champ. Exactly. So I really feel like if they went that route, there's a SummerSlam match right there. So mm-hmm. I, I could I could I, totally see that. I would love to see that happen. Right. That would that would be what I would love to see happen. But I I still have a feeling Seth comes out champ in in the whole foray. Because I think a Brock Cash in is probably gonna be something that waits till SummerSlam. Yeah, I, if Brock isn't the referee, I totally see Seth winning and walking away with the title. If Brock is the referee, I don't, I don't think they would fully Hulk Hogan, Seth Rollins, where somehow he gets out of that situation. I don't think they can do that. I'll be honest. I don't think they can do that to Brock's character. No, no. If he somehow loses while being the referee and a Money in the Bank holder... That, that, I don't. I don't. Brock Lesnar seems pretty game for anything right now, but I don't think he would be. It that. doesn't make sense for his character for that. So no. And Brock cares. Like people give shit to Brock Lesnar that he doesn't care. He was willing to put over AJ Styles because he cared. I mean, he still won, he made, but he put he effort made into AJ the match. Good. He made Daniel Bryan look good. Daniel He's Bryan. Made Seth Rollins look good. And let's not forget. He made Goldberg look good a few years ago, since we've talked so Mm -hmm. bad about that. He was willing to eat a pin from Goldberg in a minute and a half. Yeah, when when he cares, he really cares. And I think he's having fun right now, so he might be willing to give a damn about Seth Rollins. Because they've had good chemistry before, like you mentioned. Brock always has good matches. It's weird to say he has good matches with smaller people that can really sell his stuff better. But he's also not like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in there and hoss you around the whole match and you're going to get no offense. He lets them have their comeback. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, the only people he's Dean had Ambrose. issues with has been Dean Ambrose and Braun Strowman. And it's just because, you know, Dean Ambrose might have been just a little too crazy and Brock probably thought that was a waste of his time because it wasn't like that a title match, match or main event. Time. 
And Braun Strowman <laughs> almost knocked him out. Uh, yes, and, and that's the only reason he hasn't really liked working with Braun is because Braun was still a little too green at that point. Braun now would probably be fine, but you know he probably hasn't been able to recover right. since then. Um. So, I think we've laid out just about everything we can for that match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm very excited for it, and I wasn't kind of I wasn't excited until we just started talking about it. Now I'm like, man, that's actually going to be one to pay attention to. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, this got me only more excited. A Baron fucking yeah. Corbin match, <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. I just wish he'd get rid of the vest. <laughs> I just I kinda it, like it's the look. grown on me at this point. Like it's like. He can't. He can't not wear a shirt though, because it looks like his belly button talks when he's you're right. Shirtless. You're right. So, does he go back to oh kind of what he used to wear? I guess because the music and the outfit don't match, and it bothers me. It's still so upsetting it, 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 to me. I don't know. Yeah, it it, I think works. it kind of works, and it's also still too upsetting to me that his intro is so fucking cool. <laughs> Just, it's so fucking cool. <laughs> okay, so Baron Corbin's kind of underrated because he can go. go. Like his moves are pretty right. damn good. He, he's he's clean in the ring and he knows how to get a reaction out of the crowd. I don't think we'll ever see mm-hmm. Baron Corbin have a face run, but he's fine with that. Uh, uh, no. Very early oh, no. Randy Orton to me esque, in a way, the way he interacts with the crowd and stuff like that. I, I can kind of see that, but maybe not. Yeah, he yeah, not the in ring ability, just the crowd the interaction. Not the in ring yeah. ability at all. No. Because when Randy Orton was running around busting out drop kicks left and right, I was. That's Randy Orton. You need to go back and look at sometime, Andy. That icy title, yeah, exactly. Randy Orton was. <laughs> um. So we have the uh, next match: uh, Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler in a steel cage. The only thing I'm excited about is the steel cage. How do you, How do you guys feel about this feud? It. All, all, all I hear is Dolph Ziggler screaming over and over again. It should have been me. It, but see, because of Dolph Ziggler's path, I can get behind his sentiment and what he's saying. Right. But it's still the same Dolph Ziggler. Exactly. Agreed. We've like, had we've had losers. He's gone for so for long. A decade. And then, yeah. And like the last time he did anything of relevancy, in my opinion, was Survivor Series 2014. So, so you guys just agree with me now that, you know, he needs to just go away, just go leave the WWE for a little bit. for a long time. Because, like, the feud yeah. makes sense. Everything Dolph yeah. is saying makes sense. The whole everything is actually really well, like, thought out. But it's just, I'm just not feeling anything. And I'm starting to feel like maybe it it's a combination of Dolph because I know he's not capable of winning. And even if they let him win Sunday, I don't feel like it will feel good or oh, earned no. <laughs> and also Kofi's starting to lose steam for me yeah uh as champion <sighs> i need an underdog kofi like i need someone big right. to kofi like i want kofi to prove i would love to see kofi brock you know i i would love to see kofi step up and just like have to fight someone bigger than him or someone that like you would see them and be like oh kofi has no chance and then kofi wins yeah, because Kofi Kofi's an underdog and he always works better as the underdog. Um, especially in this match yeah. where you're nullifying the new day being at ringside by having the steel cage. Honestly, if you want to establish Dolph as a threat, I think this is your opportunity. Have him take the title at this no name pay per view. 
maybe give him till next pay-per-view to have a run and then maybe have Kofi have to fight his way back up to championship contender status. Uh, as dumb as it sounds, since we did just see that with his WrestleMania run. We just it lived might, it. it. Well, I mean, it's one of the things you just lived it, but seeing Kofi do that, I think it might be enough. I mean, to, I'll watch anything the New Day, Day numbers do yeah, anyway. I just, so yeah, I, was saying, I, I, just, I don't know. Honest, it's just but... a weird feud. It's a weird feud right here. It is. Did I ever t- tell you guys like my like my pitch for like the New Day feud? Um, oh, like, I don't think so. I might have. I might have tweeted it. Uh, I don't I know if I mentioned it. it. Or if I think like... you did tweet it. Were you talking about uh, yeah. uh, Big E feeling betrayed because they replaced him with Kevin Owens? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But but I think what you could do here is just like if you let Dolph win, you can have him maybe lose to to um biggie and get that title on biggie and then kofi's like i never got my rematch uh and they have like a friendly feud for the title but you have like just weeks of just building around then potentially having a match of biggie as champion versus kofi as challenger uh and kofi doesn't need to win but they can you know have like a pretty heated couple matches. I'd like that. Potentially. And I then, you know, just end, them, end it on a handshake and Kofi officially passing the torch to the younger generation of the New Day. I mean... Something like that would work. But I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll that. do it. I think but it if would you're make gonna me cry, Dolph, but it, I'll do it. But imagine so how good bad. that would be just to see them, like, f- for, like, 25 minutes oh, just yes. beat the shit out of each other. Almost, you know, like... Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair yeah. type levels oh, of emotions. Oh God! If Kofi's like, like, I don't want to do thank this. You. I love you. As he hits, yeah, I'm saying I would just sob. I would just sob. Or just you know, like Biggie just giving him. Oh no, no. Yes, gives him a little kiss on yeah. the side of the head before <sighs> he does it, and just like I want, I want that so badly. I'm now. getting emotional. I'm getting emotional thinking about too. Playing Francesca in the background furiously. Yeah. Not knowing what to do, just like standing there, just like scared almost, and just like because his friends are just beating the hell out of each other. Now you're, and then it ends with them all hugging oh, at the God end, so it's all it. okay. You're just writing this. Yeah, that, so good. If any of that happens, we're gonna go ahead and ask where your credentials are coming from. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving on to our next match, and this is actually the one match on the card that is not rehash. Right. Uh, we are getting Samoa Joe versus Ricochet for the United States Championship. Yeah. So excited yes, for this. I, I'm excited, but I'm also scared. Because it's Samoa Joe, which means he'll only be in the match for right. two minutes because Vince McMahon really likes two minutes. Exactly. Samoa Joe dude, give Ricochet and Samoa Joe some time, and I think you're going to have an yeah. amazing match. I don't know why Samoa Joe gets all these squash matches. Go back and watch oh, yeah. any of his work in TNA. This dude, if needed, could easily go half hour, 45 minutes. Yes. No Yes, problem. he absolutely can. NXT, I've seen it. He did that Just, too. Uh, yeah. Let the man have some time. Let Ricochet have some time. It's a great clash of styles. You have beef versus speed, and they always have great matches. Because as good as some of Joe's, well, when he actually got to have a match with Rey Mysterio, at this point in time, Ricochet is on a whole other level than Rey Mysterio. This could be yeah. really good. I also would have yeah, taken... I, they only yeah. need 10 minutes. I would have also taken Cesaro, Samoa Joe, and been happy. 
because they had the the fatal five way yeah, elimination. Cesaro's been been showing off some cool stuff here while he's had to kind uh, of because Cesaro work. is the man, and now yeah. that it's probably coming out that Sheamus is not going to get to wrestle anymore, Cesaro seems to be getting him a little pushy push. And hopefully that sustains, and they don't throw him in a twenty four seven. <laughs> right, check easily see him yeah, falling. I can see into. him falling in there, but I think he deserves some. But I think Cesaro yeah. would be like our truth and turn the twenty four seven title into gold as well. Because yeah. he he's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, he would yep. make the best of it for sure. Um. So, our next match, we oh wait, predictions for Samoa Joe Ricochet. Oh man, dude, I I want this match to go long, but it's either going to end up with Ricochet with a roll up. Or Samoa Joe in a two-minute squash. I don't know. It's a coin yeah. for me because I they don't seem to care about Samoa Joe holding the titles. But you know, and you make a good point. No they idea. don't seem to care about Samoa Joe holding the titles. So I feel like you could phrase that as they don't care about Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like probably as good a time of any as any to just just throw a throw a belt on Ricochet. Yeah, well, we're getting close to SummerSlam, which is always, for right. some reason, Samoa Joe's number one contender at SummerSlam, for some reason. I, I don't know why, but that always seems to be the case. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Ricochet might walk out with a belt here. I don't know, Ben, what do you think? I, I, I think Ricochet may walk out with a belt, but it is definitely going to be on some kind of roll-up shenanigans. Right, right. And then and maybe like, we get a Joe-Ricochet feud or right. going forward. So, um, next match is home invasion, Joe. Yeah. We get the remaining members of the new day in Big E and Xavier Woods versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Because wild card. (laughs) Because wild card. Uh, is this a pre-show match? Fuck. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Big Big E and Xavier have become pre-show oh, guys, I think. Hurts. Oh, but and there's no title. Yeah. The other tag match for sure would be pre-show. Yeah. But... Um, yeah. I mean, this, like I said, this kind of all started because you had uh, Big E, Kofi, and Xavier going to Raw and bouncing between Raw and SmackDown with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, just a lot of little nonsense, and I feel like this is just the continuation of the fact that you had the uh, two out of three fall match, where you had Owen Zane and Corbin. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that just feels like this is just kind of thrown together for that because they're like, "Hey, we need more match," and everybody right. likes the new day. So here we go. Everybody does like the new day, but it's going to be a fun yeah. pre-show match. But there's no stakes, so this is another coin right. flip. Uh, I guess maybe this would predict whether Kofi wins or not. Is if like the New Day lose, then you know like maybe that means Kofi right. will win. Yeah, because you, you don't want to give the whole faction wins. But I don't know if that logic even exists <laughs> anymore. <laughs> not anymore. But well, yeah, I but I think Sami Zayn needs some Sammy wins. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Know, he's yeah, they do. Yeah. And maybe you can introduce them into the tag division, get some of that uh, Ring of Honor fire from them, and you know, as right. a tag Just team, get, get something established, so maybe they don't have to hop around on that wild card train anymore. Yeah, like it put both of them on SmackDown, so we can get Daniel Bryan and yes. Rowan versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Like that would be fun for yeah. a couple uh, months. I, I've got feelings about that. 
and <laughs> I'll discuss those in a little bit. All right. Um. So, doesn't really matter who wins this match. Yeah. Yeah, it's another one of those coin flip, but yeah, somebody will win. I, I feel like we could almost replace coin flip with don't care. Right. <laughs> Sadly. Sadly. Like, we, whatever outcome happens, we'll deal with it, but we're not invested one way or another. No, um, emotionally, it's not going to affect me. In the stalwart pre-show match, we have the Cruiserweight Championship <laughs> with Tony Nese versus Drew Golick versus Akiri Tozawa. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. It's, it's going it's to be an amazing good. match because <laughs> Nice and Gulak have amazing chemistry. And I've always been a fan of Tozawa, especially, you know, when he was part of Titus Worldwide. That was that oh, yeah. was really fun. I've always loved his... I love his German suplex. It's oh, he has oh, the best it's, like German bridge in. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. So again, it's going to be a pre-show match. We know that. Um, yeah, I think, I think it'll be a good match. It's just yeah. we're just I, th- I guess none of us are yeah. real too invested in two hundred five live. So yeah, I try to be because that's some of the best wrestling you'll find it's outside true. of NXT in WWE uh, yep. camp. I think Drew gets it because Tony Nese has kind of been. Just he's just been champion, well, it, it, like he's good, but he hasn't been Buddy Murphy. Right. Good Speaking of Buddy in Murphy, in terms of like personality, they SmackDown, and we have not seen him at all. He cut like one yeah. promo, <laughs> and that yeah. was it. And it was a little screen promo too. I think it was like little oh, corner, corner promo. Yeah. pop, right, pop in yeah. promo. If right. I'm not right. mistaken, so, yeah. Um, it's gonna be a great match. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of. My heart wants Tozawa to win it just because he had a very short reign early in his career as Cruiserweight Champion. And I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. That was during that Enzo yeah. run. Yeah, yeah, Right? But I would like to see him get it again because I've just I've always enjoyed his matches. And I just want more opportunities to see Tozawa do stuff. Yeah, I, I, I can see that too but i i, I kind of want drew to win just because he's been trying so hard for it and i just i, I don't want tony nice with it anymore because i think tony nice is he's been okay but 205 needs something more entertaining and sadly i think drew might be the more oh yeah he definitely one. is um he's not doing the the uh, make 205 live great again still is he he's changed his gimmick okay no no <laughs> he's not doing that or the no oh, fly God. zone but him versus the newest addition to 205 can probably put on some great matches. Chad Gable. Yeah, so when oh. they... Looking super cut yeah, with when the they said, uh, <laughs> When they said it was to be determined who the challenger was, I thought we were going to get Tony's Chad Gable up until, the, I mean, literally this week's 205 Live is when we found out who the challenger was. Um, so, yeah. I, I know it probably won't be the most entertaining sure. match for people, but I, the technical match of Drew Gulak versus Chad Gable from just a pure wrestling, like Greco-Roman wrestling standpoint would be amazing. Yeah, don't. Uh, but I don't I don't think we'll we'll see that t- sort of excitement for that match, but I would be interested in like Drew Gallag when he was doing uh, the NXT stuff recently was really good versus uh Kushida. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those were great. Like I I want to see Drew with the title and then put Chad Gable against him. Yeah, definitely, definitely could be an interesting run, run there that they could work on. So definitely something to look into. And the last match that we know of occurring is going to be 
Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus my personal favorite tag team on the roster right now, Heavy Machinery. <laughs> you have we have an we have a love for them. We have a title unification match here between the SmackDown <laughs> Tag Team Champions oh, right. and the Yolo County Tag Team Champions. Fuck are they? Yes, using? they have oh, no. hardcore belts that say Yolo County Tag Team Champions. <laughs> what the fuck is Yolo I, it, County? It was just jobbers. Yep, they just it was beat jobbers a couple of getting jobs and claim. Yeah, they claimed. They claim that they're the Yellow County Tag Team Champions because <laughs> they actually did this on Twitter, and apparently WWE thought it was funny and it just brought it into timeline. Um, <laughs> it's the most Vince McMahon thing ever. Okay, Yolo County is in. Yeah, California. they were in Cali when when this happened. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I like Heavy Machinery though because they're an old school tag team because they wear the same right. outfit and they're the they have, they're growing on. They have a gimmick. Yeah, and as a as a yes, tag team a to me, that's a big thing. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Daniel Bryan and Rowan, but I think a lot of that is my preconceptions of Rowan from every other gimmick Rowan's work. The brothers who bludgeon. I like him better in this iteration than I have the last You're two right gimmicks about he's that. had. Yeah. But it just him and Daniel Bryan don't seem like it. Kind of <laughs> like Kane and X Pac, never really clicked with me. Hey, hey, you're talking about one of the greatest <laughs> tag teams of all time. Do, do I need to send you a picture of Green Cane? Wait, Green Please? Cane? I don't remember Green Cane. I'm gonna need, we're going to need that to Yeah, link. we're, we're going to need, need that, that picture. Link. Um, I, mean, I liked Kane and X-Pac, but it was one of those things. They were an odd couple that, when they first were matched up, it took them a while to click. I just don't see the clicking with Daniel Bryan and Rowan. I haven't seen it happen yet. Uh, I I feel like they're okay. They're kind of like the most talented placeholder tag team champions that's, I've seen right. in a while. That's a good way to put it because I do. They do feel like placeholders. They're they're both talented and yeah, and they're just kind of there because they don't have anything else to do with them at this point. Yeah. But yes, no. sorry, I'm looking yeah, at oh, Green Cane. It might just be some good photoshops, I think. But in my head, I remember no, Green no, Cane. I think I found it. <laughs> Better make sure it's not Photoshop before we start posting fake news right. to this podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, I, I, Heavy Machinery has grown on me. And I told Andy this earlier. If I can get mm-hmm. Heavy Machinery being completely cringeworthy hitting on Alexa Bliss with the tag titles now, right. with that kind of bling, oh, that's, quali- that's, that's quality entertainment to me. And I know yeah. some people are like, oh, that's that's so... That's, nah, blah, blah. It's, it's professional wrestling. Right. Suspend disbelief. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it for what it is. Like heavy machinery making that weird ass protein shake they made, and Becky Lynch just walking oh, up and yeah. chugging it. Like yeah, that that was it, like stuff great. like that. Man, there's not enough of that. Uh, wrestling's at a point where for so long we've taken it so serious. I miss mm-hmm. some of the funny stuff, and we're starting to get. Well, we're some starting of to it get some of it because champion. Yeah, there you go. And Firefly Funhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. Still the best thing going in WWE uh, when, right when now. When does Bray make his debut? Uh, I... How, How does yeah. he make his debut? Ooh, could he be the special guest referee? I don't... Oh, and he's just super friendly oh and God. fair. Yeah, super friendly and fair till the lights go out and then the fucking fiend is standing there oh laying my God. waste to everything. 
Go ahead and book anything Mira Michael said tonight, WWE, for that, <laughs> that, that match, and you'll be, you'll be golden. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, then we can be... have Seth Bray feud. Bam. There we go. Right. That's what we do. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. And, and then Brock Lesnar cashes in on Bray Wyatt. Yep. But what do we, what do we think uh, predictions on this last match, or are we coin flipping this one? Uh, I want Heavy Machinery to win it because I want a real tag team to have the tag team belts. Um, I think it would make sense because then we could move Daniel Bryan and Rowan into something else and yeah. maybe move them into a more individual style kind of feud where you have Daniel, right. Bra- uh, like a Shawn Michaels diesel kind of thing. I was really hoping, uh, Sami Zayn would have joined them and they could have been like the ginger trifecta for the world of just like do gooders oh, yeah. and stuff. But that probably yeah. never oh, happened. I don't think it's, I can't. I just don't know what you do with Daniel Bryan if he's not in the title True. picture. And the tag titles is the only reason to keep them out of the title picture. So I think they hold on to it just because there's nothing for mm-hmm. Dan O'Brien to do. Or, or yeah, do you think he maybe sense. jumps back into the title picture if Kofi loses to Dolph? No, because then it's not even a competition between with him versus so that'd Dolph be one Ziggler. Hell of a wrestling like that's, match, though. It would, but it wouldn't be a like a talking about realistic and wrestling it wouldn't be a real like i couldn't buy into them having like a match where i'm like oh i think dolph right. would walk away with this right oh yeah I, I see what you mean there that's a title switch that's just done sure. on smackdown yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> so right. i mean as we've talked about this pay-per-view hopefully you'll find something to be excited about like i know there's been a lot of negativity about this and we've discussed a lot of just the the fucky writing that got right. us here. But there are still matches on this card that I'm excited to see. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be I honest. I think we, we all hyped ourselves up for the Seth Baron Corbin match while talking about it here. So. Yeah, that one I wasn't <laughs> excited for till now, and now I just want yeah. to see if it happens. Mostly because, like I said, after we did the Money in the Bank one, and like 90% of what we said happened was just Oh, like, I yes. was losing it. Yeah. Um, but kind of as we closed out... um. They're not really closed out. In other news, we'll say, AEW yes. finally had their pay-per-view. Uh, double or nothing. Double Michael, have you gotten a chance to watch this? Okay. Yes, I did. Thanks to... Yeah. Oh, thanks okay, to so Andy. we're on the same plan then. We're all on the same <laughs> plan here, yeah. Um, what did you think? Because like, I don't want to break it down like we usually do a WWE pay-per-view, but just... We had some pretty harsh things to say last time about them before, yeah. since we hadn't had any product to look at. So what do you think now? Yeah, it it was a really good show and a good first step. There's still some things they need to tweak. They need to lose some of the indie stuff, you know, the everyone gets their shit in stuff. Okay. But I was really, I, I loved the 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 battle royale or whatever it was oh, called the, the buy-in the, made the, me the, fall the in love stuff they did right okay yes that made me fall in love with orange cassidy who i was only vaguely yeah. familiar with but then i just watched a ton of orange cassidy stuff after that um the the, the women were really good we got to see also yeah, the women come were, back. That, that match was so much with, better which women's was match uh was your your favorite of the two the the one with uh, uh what is her Brittany name Baker Breaker or? yeah Doctor yes Doctor that, that one. Doctor Doctor Brittany Baker Doctor. yeah and yes. uh, Kylie Ray right yeah 
Mm -hmm. That match. That was also my favorite women's that, match. Yes, that that was amazing. Uh, the Young Bucks were kind of just the Young Bucks. There was a good match, but that was definitely one of the like everyone gets their shit in. Dude, I was I was so impressed because that was my first real introduction to Pentagon and Phoenix. Oh, oh Pen Pentagon God. and Phoenix are so good. There there is rumors that WWE was trying super hard to get them. That's uh, a big miss. But they they couldn't pull them away from Triple right. A. Uh, but like I can spend like the rest of the show just talking about Cody and Dustin, like that. Oh, that match! There were amazing. so many emotions. I wasn't ready for that emotional world. I yeah. Took me on. I think I, I didn't. I didn't. I tell you, but I was like the level of emotion we, in this match. Yeah, we we were texting throughout the day because you started yeah. the match before I did. Yeah, and I was you like, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but oh my god, feels. <laughs> just yeah, that. I I so I had the match like spoiled to me before because right. I wasn't planning to watch Double or Nothing because it was like yeah, a fifty dollar yeah. pay per view, but I was just like I forgot where I was. I think I was out and I was just looking at Twitter and I just kept seeing gifs and pictures of Dustin just bleeding something oh, yeah. awful, and I'm just like okay I need to watch this match and I did and it was like some of the best in-ring storytelling exactly yeah I've yeah. seen in a really because you, you've been watching a lot of the pre-stuff and yeah. I've watched nothing and I still felt so invested but go ahead I'm sorry I think you I just want to say this Goldberg was 51 years old at Super Showdown yeah Taker was 54 years old at Super Showdown <laughs> Dustin Rhodes was 50 and wow. I would not have mm -hmm. believed that man was 50 years old the way he was getting around that. Yeah. But he has something to right. prove. Undertaker. Well, I'm just talking about the not. physical shape he's in, the right. way he carried himself. But just, No, I know, just, and that's what I'm saying. Cool. cool. It was just a whole different level. He had to, he had to yeah. work, and you can tell he yeah. was working because he knew this was important. Goldberg and Undertaker. like That power slam. Goldberg looked like yeah. he was in shape. But Undertaker just looks how he's looked recently, right. you know, right. the last couple that, of years. That power so. slam that Goldust pulls off is... Oh, that's still the, yeah, his scoop still power the, slam? The, yeah. Him and Randy well, Orton, he, dude, those are, like, how we talked yeah, about, Arn Anderson yep. has the spine Cody even busted out that scoop slam and it looked just as good. Maybe it's just a Rhodes family thing. <laughs> exactly. I just don't know. Um... But yeah, so I mean, double or nothing overall, right? So we had that match. Best pay-per-view I've watched in a while. Yeah. Um, the most underwhelming match to me of the hyped matches was the Jericho right. Omega match. Until. Um, yeah, well, it's because Kenny broke his nose a couple, like, halfway through no. that match. Well, it, not just the nose-breaking, like, uh, how many V-triggers does he normally hit a match? Because <laughs> that number seemed very high. Yeah, it's usually yeah, one he, or it two. Like, it hasn't been his full finisher in a while. Like seven? It was like every other move was mm -hmm. a V-trigger. You had a lot of teases for the one-wing angel we never saw. And then... I don't think he can lift Jericho because Jericho's kind of heavy now. Yeah, it, well, he he had him up on his shoulders at one point. He had the setup in Jericho. Jericho yeah. kind of got out of it. Um, seeing Jericho still do a lion salt at 48 years old is incredible. Yeah, I, I go back and forth with, like, if I like the way Jericho looks now, because he kind of reminds me of a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He's very front heavy, but it's still right. in shape. He's got like the ultimate dad he, body. He is the ultimate dad. Uh, That's what it is. That's gonna be. He's gonna yeah. come out in face paint next time. Oh my! Just God. run to the ring and mm-hmm. be the ultimate dad. Um, and, and kiss, kiss ass, face absolutely. paint. Absolutely. Um, what did you think about him introducing the Judas effect? What did you think of that as a finisher? I saw the the hype videos of him talking about how he's been training MMA to do that move, and it just it it's kind of underwhelming. Yeah. yeah, it worked for what it is. They sold it as a finisher, so you can believe it as a finisher. But I would still rather mm-hmm. see the Codebreaker or something of the like. The Codebreaker or just the the, the Lion Tamer? Like, that was a really sweet the, walls the, of Jericho into Lion Tamer transition they had about middle of the match there. That was really mm-hmm. good. S- something something yeah. around that that I would prefer. It's good for him to have like a, another move in his arsenal, especially at yeah. 48. He could, you know, it's good to have a movie. It's just too simple uh, for I me. I think he's got to sell it a little bit it's more. Hard. He's got to find a way to make it more pronounced because it really just looked like he backed into him with his elbow. He's got to find a better mm-hmm. way to like maybe get a snap on it or something to make it look a little better. Yeah, some sort of like if he can like Irish whip that uh, just a little bit uh, more and like cause a real snap, just uh, kind of like we've seen with Kenny with the V-trigger, the ripcord. Throw, throw some way to ripcord yeah. him into it or something like that and then make it look a little better. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but did we got the debut. We'll say, yeah. Yep. So yeah, the, the most, the important, most thing. important thing about this entire pay-per-view for me, at least, was that moment. It no. it was spoiled for me, that, that was but great. I still lost it while watching it. When he came out there. I don't even just... think that was the best John Moxley introduction that week. Yeah. His match later on in the week, um, and bet yeah. Oh, with juice. That was like a week, two weeks uh, after, uh, right? Well, no, the, I watched, the new Japan one. Yeah, no, because we wa- okay. I watched. Yeah. I watched that pay per view on Sunday. And then that Saturday he it, won. It right? might have been. It might have been Thursday, or, Friday. or something. It's always weird because okay. of the time difference or something right. like that over there. It's always weird. Yeah, but the Juice Robinson yeah, one was fantastic. Um, but I, I think it. It helped establish uh, John Moxley as a character in AEW. That's for sure. Yeah, um, it did. Mm-hmm. I I want to see him work on them dirty deeds a little bit more. They Please. looked better than they did in the WWE, but yeah. I think he needs to take Mr. Jake the Snake Roberts up on <laughs> his DDT class. Right. Because talking about people who made a move their own. Um, I just hope he lost the, the crazy... Close uh, clothesline. I don't think he's. God, I swear, if I see a rebound clothesline, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. No rebound clotheslines. But so between that, uh, did you guys watch his uh, Northeast Championship Wrestling thing? I think it was Northeast Championship Wrestling that last week where he beat up Enzo and Cass. Oh God, I saw the headline about it. I have to go back and watch it. Um, But he came out to Dirty Deeds. Done. Oh my God, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Shit. So like that. That's so great. I hope AEW can pay that for that license for that to be a lot of money, yeah, but I song. hope they do. Because oh, that would I feel like would this piss Vince McMahon off so much. Like, yeah. It, it, it was pretty interesting. Going. He also came out in wrestling tights for for that appearance oh, yes. as well, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Which like his he doesn't look terrible in like the the shorts. Right. No, he doesn't. But uh, I think for AEW, the jeans and jacket approach works yeah like the patched leather stuff worked for and AEW. i think the ring gear works for new japan and i think that should be something he really takes into account 
because it could be a great way for him to, without having to differentiate the character, differentiate the character. You know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. You're getting a wrestling machine in New Japan, and you're getting John Moxley in AEW. Um, be that, that did you guys listen to yes. the Jericho podcast? Because that uh, was that was a great podcast. Did you try to listen to Jericho's podcast this week about stomping grounds? No, no, I, I'm I'm a little far Don't. behind because uh, I'm <laughs> checking up with the giant bomb stuff. Don't. Yeah, it is. It, awful. If you are going to listen to it, just be ready that apparently it's incredibly negative. Just. Oh wait, it's 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 another one of his band. Okay, I'm looking at it. Yeah, man. So, so I don't. I've cherry picked Jericho's podcast. If he's not talking to somebody about wrestling, I don't listen. Okay. Yep. Same boat. So this one will probably yep. be Same one. I, I tried to listen to it, but, but he, yeah, just, the, the, he discovered sound effects. Oh yes. Yeah. So it <laughs> was, no, that's the ultimate it was dad real bad. move. It was yeah. Real bad it, this week. You want to lose me on a podcast? Add a, Add a soundboard. soundboard. For some reason, Michael, I don't think I've ever heard you like complain about that or anything, but for some reason I knew once somebody mentioned the soundboard, you'd be like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> like, it's just not no, It's not even that. a soundboard. He's opening soundboards. tabs on Oh, YouTube. no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is the ultimate That's dad so thing to do. The only thing worse with him holding his oh, phone oh God. up to the I mic. I downloaded this soundboard app. Yeah, but... I, I, oh. it, I, I still I love his podcast, so but this episode yeah. was just really rough. Um, right. There are only two things that that uh, only two things I can say about AEW that were a negative uh, in negative light to me. Um, the run in after the best friends Jack Evan Angelico match, where they couldn't mm-hmm. call the tag team by the name that they were known by. Oh, yes. the Smash so they Bros. now have a name. They're now the Dark Order. But them not being able to give them a name, that run-in lost a lot of impact. <laughs> two guys. Yeah, because like you can hear, you like, like I could almost, because I've listened to JR for so long, you could almost hear the frustration in the way he was trying. He's like, I got nothing to call these guys. Like, so, he's trying to explain the situation. Yeah. He goes, I, I can't give you adjectives to explain so help me out here, what is happening. I I don't I don't know what 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 the reason for that is. Uh in case so anybody else is interested they're I'm, a tag I'm team. Okay. So. They're a tag team. Uh their individual names are okay. player 1 player 2, right? right? Or that's their nicknames. And they're called Super oh, Smash Bros. Okay. You right. No, there's no way that's going to happen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, if gotcha. it's televised, you can't use it. you can use it on the indie scene. You can't sure. use it on televised TV because Nintendo will hit you real quick with a cease and desist. Oh, As people God. at E3 found yep. out real quick this year. Um, <laughs> so they had no name. And it, they didn't get a name till like last week. Wow. So wow. that that fell flat because it just kind of ruined an angle you're trying to start there. And the other one was I am concerned because other than Kenny, mm-hmm. everyone that is part of founding AEW won their match. Which gave me a... V- and Kenny lost to another founder. Well, so. yeah. They're not presenting Jericho as much as a founder as they are Cody, Kenny, and the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, that concerns me because that's a very WCW move. But in the defense of the Young Bucks, it was a AAA World Tag Team Championship match, and I would assume AAA would want that title win in- on their show, which I believe has already happened. I think 
the Lucha Brothers I think, already I think you're right. won those titles back on a AAA right. pay-per-view. Um, but it, it, it's yeah. still just weird to me. Um, like, like. Oh, for sure. They should have made that a non-title match because I don't think anyone in North America gives a shit about the AAA tag titles, regardless of how prestigious right, those titles right. are. So that could have been a non-title match, and the Lucha Brothers yeah. could have won. Um, yeah, Cody, Cody had, had to win. win. I have no problem with Cody's win. I did with the Young Bucks because I thought Pentagon and Phoenix carried that match. Oh, for sure. But here's an important question: What do you guys think of the title? The the Bret Hart the introduced title. AEW. It's clean. Yes. Oh. What do it's you think clean. of the look? It's clean. It's clean. It's not a little too busy for you. Yes and no. I mean, I, I honestly just because the titles we've seen almost all my wrestling life have been the WWE <laughs> titles. Anything mm-hmm. outside of the big gold belt to me looks too much. Um, <laughs> right. The okay. WWE title is fine. I hate the Universal title. The IC title's fine. The US title has its because it's right. the old school, and the US title has its moments. I hate the US I hated title. the Spinner Rush. US title. I hated yeah. that one too. I almost want the WCW US. The one title. that just looked like a gold belt. Yeah. Okay. Yes, with just yep, a little yep. tiny flag. <laughs> in but yeah, so I, it, it is what it is. It's different than anything else that you're seeing out right now. So that works for it. But yeah, as I said, it's it's clean. Mm-hmm. It works. Um, I think they're really. I don't know. I've already feel like you've kind of booked yourself in a corner. Are you really going to put that title on Jericho? You cut out there. Sorry. Are you going to what? Are you really going to put that title on Jericho? No, you're going to put that on Adam Page. Do you think Adam think. Page is going to be able to bring enough eyes to get people interested in AEW? No. So you put that title on Jericho. I feel like... He... <laughs> I don't want to Jericho. So I think it's so funny because of how critical Jericho was of Brock Lesnar for so long, and now he's become the thing he was so critical of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Granted, he has much more character range than Brock Lesnar. Well, maybe not now that we're seeing this new side of Brock. Um, right. Let's wrap it up. Or go ahead, sir. Um, yeah. No, I was going to say, um, I guess Jericho can get Marv Albert or whatever, whoever messed up his name on <laughs> TNT. Did you guys see that video? Uh, no, I didn't. I have not. Uh, they were, during the NBA playoffs, they were promoting uh, Double or Nothing. Right. So you would have the commentary team from TNT NBA mm-hmm. being like Chris Jericho, or and they said his name a couple different <laughs> ways. Jericho. So maybe Chris Jericho is still a big oh, enough yeah. name that you put the title on him for just, just the big, the you know, of it. The, right. Uh, October. Right. I can see yeah. it. I yeah. can totally see it happening. Yeah. But. Which yeah. is a shame. I feel like, yeah, I, I would rather see Adam Page and MJF. MJF is another person who I've fallen in love with after Double or Nothing. <laughs> There's videos of him just yelling at, like, little children at indie shows, and it's fantastic. Also, there's a great documentary, a kayfabe oh, documentary on MJF on YouTube that I highly recommend. Nice. Um, or look up MJF on the Rosie O'Donnell show when he was, like, right. five. Oh, wow. And he was a fucking heel back then too. When he was five, it's amazing. That, that's Just born awesome. for it. That's so great. Um, so, like, uh, now that we've got that out of the way, so to to kind of wrap things up here on this, um, 
what are your closing thoughts on, I mean, stomping grounds and wrestling in general in this past month? Start with Michael. Oh, no, sorry, uh, I was about to say, kind of to close things out here and, and wrap up all our thoughts, uh, what do you feel about stomping grounds and wrestling in general since we've now mentioned AEW for this like past month? Uh, stomping ground will be an okay show. Uh, I think similar to last time we talked where it's like the talent involved means we'll still get a good to solid show from it. Uh, I'm a little frustrated with the creative in WWE right now as the entire internet wrestling community is, but I think AEW is bringing in enough traction. They already sold out Chicago again, uh, for all out and enough the revival or tag team champions. So there's enough of like fire coming from AEW that should right the ship. Especially, I'm hoping they get this figured out for SummerSlam because it's weird that it's June and we still don't have any idea what's going to happen at SummerSlam. We would have known at least a hint of a match by now. Oh, well, that's true. That's uh, other than Shane versus yeah, Roman. Yeah which is sad that that's like the only thing that like we can assume is going to happen. But I think WWE is still in a good place because the talent they have involved and the XFL is still coming. So Vince will have to go away for a little bit and it'll, it'll get better. I think AEW is going to do well though. A double or nothing prove that they can put on a quality pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they have a decent amount of talent. Before, it was just like, outside of the Young Bucks, Jericho, and Omega, who do they have? Uh, and Cody, who do they have? And I think they showed MJF is going to be huge. Adam Page could SoCal be big. SoCal Uncensored. Uh, SoCal Uncensored, Christopher Daniels. Uh, and then, you know, they still have like a hell of a women's division. I didn't know most of these women uh, before this, but I'm super interested to see what happens with them. So I'm excited for wrestling just because AEW, I think, could be something that can uh, ignite a fire under WWE, especially when it hits TNT. All right. Uh, Andy? Yeah, so like what Michael said, the writing's been interesting for the past little bit now, but there's some bright spots, I think, 24-7. Kind of the one of the brightest spots for me here lately. Um, and just echoing right, AEW proved themselves a bit, so I'm real excited for the next pay-per-view. Um, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about after that happens. Uh, I'm excited for Stomping Grounds, so I'm excited to see what comes out of it. I hope some more women's stories start getting spun off, so let's see if they use this app as an opportunity to do something interesting here. De- ben? Yeah, definitely, uh... Ready to see post-stomping grounds. I'm excited. Like you said, I'm excited yeah. to see the pay-per-view. Ready to see where the stories go after stomping grounds because with the emergence of AEW as what potentially could be a challenge to the WWE stranglehold on wrestling, mm-hmm. um, they've got to pull the nose up eventually. And maybe yeah. maybe after stomping grounds we'll get, get a... I mean, the reset we normally see after WrestleMania never felt like it came. So no, maybe because it happens after stomping grounds. Exactly. So maybe it happens at the stopping ground and we get rolling. Yeah. Um, and I know I was pretty critical of AEW last time we talked because at that time they were still a t-shirt company. <laughs> I am now more hopefully optimistic. You put on a great pay-per-view. Now let's see you put on a good show 52 weeks out of the year. Right. So um, I'll be looking forward to October when that, that um, 
weekly paper or weekly television show comes out to make God, sure that they so can much, keep the quality. So much wrestling to keep up with after that. It will be, and it'll be all week starting then because they're starting on TNT once SmackDown moves yeah. to oh, Friday nights. Man. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, exciting. Fridays. Wow. It's a commitment. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, guys. Well, this is another fun one. Um, so I'm sure we'll be back here before the next pay-per-view. So, Michael, thanks for joining us. Appreciate yeah, no problem. It. Always yeah, Hopefully you get to recover from that E3 madness. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. <laughs> so, what, Excellent. so whether you are listening to us morning, noon, or night, uh, enjoy the rest of your day, evening, or afternoon. Bye.